0: Hey, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kring in Seattle, and my radio show is on today. Uh, my voice is a little weird because I have an allergy. I thought I had a cold, but I think it's an allergy. So uh, today, my Hollow Earth hour long Goddess Kring radio show will be a rerun of music and poetry and monologue uh, because my voice just isn't good enough to, it's just not comfortable for me to speak for an hour right now. Uh, So my radio show has been on every week for like um, over two years, maybe it's been three years, I'm not sure, Uh, hollowearthradio.org, my radio show is called Goddess Kring Radio, it's on 3 to 4 p.m., uh, streaming on the virtual radio station hollowearthradio.org, it's also on the low-powered FM radio station in the Central District of Seattle, I forgot the call number of that, sorry. And I'm just thinking today about being grateful to be alive and have my health. And um, they were saying that some people were getting in trouble for giving homeless people food. Somebody that worked at a restaurant was getting uh, fired or in trouble. And then I was remembering back to the time when I worked at Godfather's Pizza many years ago in Seattle as a teenager and uh, my manager told me we had to throw the pizzas away. If we wanted the extra pizzas ourselves as employees, we could take them home. Uh unofficially, I guess we weren't even supposed to do that. Um and I used to my manager would say, "And you have to throw the rest of the pizzas away because we can't sell those. It's not safe or whatever." And so I would lie to my manager and I would take the pizzas that were perfectly good and stick them into clean garbage bags and hide them somewhere. And then at the end of my shift, I would sneak out and put perfectly good pizzas in the park where I knew there were homeless people hanging out uh, on my way home at night. And my friend just said in France, that's how they do it. In France, they give restaurants, give homeless people their scraps, their extra food. That's the way it should be done. It's a waste to throw food away into a dumpster. I know there was a, a chain. This is the the parts of capitalism that I don't care for. When everything is about making money and being competitive, and then you think you shouldn't give homeless people food, because that enables them and as if you need to do tough love to get people to not be homeless. Most people don't want to be homeless and there's a lot of reasons why people end up homeless and capitalism is a very tough system, very competitive. I have mixed feelings about it. I am a hardworking person myself. I don't fall into the stereotype of of being lazy even though I'm on paper low income. Uh, I wanted to do more radio shows about Um, what I think about capitalism versus social democracy, or democratic socialism, or socialized democracy, whatever you want to call it, the kind that they have in a lot of Scandinavia, Australia, um, Canada. So capitalism mixed with social democracy, not one extreme or the other, not enough Americans, a lot of Americans are afraid of socialism, because they're afraid of the Uh, Soviet kind, or the Venezuela oppressive kind, or even Cuba, the kind of more communistic socialism that's real extreme that maybe does uh, lead to more poverty, look at the United States of America. We are a capitalist country, and Skid Row in Los Angeles has, I I just read today, it has like 17,000 people live in Skid Row in Los Angeles This is the United States, a very wealthy capitalist country, and we have huge amounts of homelessness, huge amounts of veterans that are living homeless and in poverty. Um, Extreme wealth and extreme poverty is growing, both extremes, and the middle class seems to be disappearing because the prices of things are getting high and some people's wages are not going up. So basically... I want to expand this essay that I'm writing to include a list of what's not good about deregulated USA-style capitalism and what is good about systems that work with capitalism and social democracy mixed in to help regulate ethics. Extreme deregulated capitalism does not work. Extreme socialism does not work. We need a hybrid of the two like they have in many countries already outside the USA. Democracy, capitalism, and socialism, social democracy, can work in balance together. Capitalism is not democracy when it's deregulated and the wealthy have more power than the average citizen. That's what I think a lot of Americans don't understand. Um, Some Americans think that being competitive is good. It can be good in some ways, but cutthroat capitalism that's deregulated like when Reagan, Ronald Reagan, the president we had in the 80s, said, we're going to turn the bull loose, is what he said, I think. Um, deregulating capitalism and making it so that corporations were allowed to be really greedy, not pay taxes, and have CEOs. In the United States, CEOs are paid 400 to a thousand times more than the medium level the median level worker. In other countries it's only 10 or 20 or 30 or 40 times more. So we have no rules. We have a minimum wage in the United States, but no maximum wage. And so under capitalism, uh, we have extreme amounts of homeless people in Skid Row, Los Angeles. We have toxic toxic water that has lead in it in Michigan and the government and the local authorities say they can't afford to fix it, in this extremely wealthy country. And then you go to places like Europe, and there's amazing train stations. It's because all the money in the United States is hoarded by the wealthy and the corporations, as well as going to the military budget, but not to help the veterans, but just to help the war machine. So capitalism is not democracy when it's deregulated, and the wealthy have more power than the average citizen. Capitalism without democratic socialism mixed in is toxic. Democratic capitalism would be good, but that's not what we have in the USA with the laws in place that allow corporate greed and price gouging that harms the average citizen financially. It's oppressive. Capitalism, deregulated, cutthroat capitalism can be oppressive, just like extreme communism or extreme socialism. Deregulated capitalism leads to Skid Row in Los Angeles, toxic water in Michigan no one says they can afford to fix. Right now in the USA, poverty and homelessness, many homeless are USA veterans not being cared for by the wealthy, well-funded military, by the way, is increasing along with extreme wealth and nothing in between. Democratic socialism, like in Norway and many European countries, and Canada and Australia, works with capitalism, not separate from it. Canada, Australia, Sweden, Finland, Norway, England, Iceland, all have some form of democratic socialism mixed in with their capitalism. Switzerland, Austria, etc., healthcare and education are affordable and available to all public education we have public high school in the united states but we don't have public college in a lot of european countries the college is public so therefore it's not expensive to go to college and get a university degree in a lot of european countries um and that is a totally different model than the capitalist model. We have in this country, in the USA, we have capitalism for-profit driven uh, interests, which is a conflict of interest in my opinion. To have higher education and health care with the goal of making a profit, that should not be the profit. Edu- education is a public service, is a public thing that we all share, like the public library, the public mass transit, public health care, public education. So these things should all be more publicly. So democratic socialism helps society work better if you mix it with capitalism. Extreme capitalism is too far in one direction. Extreme socialism is too far in the other direction. And democratic socialism is a way of mixing capitalism with democratic socialism, meaning public services are expanded, money is actually put in. Go to Europe. If you're an American and you've never traveled to Europe, get yourself a passport. A lot of Americans don't even have passports. Most Europeans do have passports, and they travel to other countries, partly because they live in small countries and it's easy to travel across borders. But if you visit other countries, I myself have been to Canada, Australia, France, England, Scotland, Norway, uh, Austria, Spain, England, I forgot what else, but I've been to lots of countries and I've stayed with friends uh, because I'm on a low budget. I'm not a, a wealthy person, but I've managed to get a passport and travel since 1991 when I was in my early 20s. And I've been to a lot of countries and I've asked my friends how it works. And I love the train the trains in Europe are so beautiful. The train stations I saw in Norway and Scotland and Spain and England and France and Italy. I've been to all these countries and they have beautiful train stations and they're well-funded and they have health care for all and it's not perfect. It's not utopia but medical bills are a lot lower for people and it's a socialized medicine. Therefore if you're homeless you can go to the doctor. If you're a teenager living with your parents, and you're a student, you can go to the doctor. Uh, your health insurance is not tied to your jobs in many of these countries like it is here in the United States. I have socialized medicine. I have Medicaid in the USA, and I like it in Seattle, Washington, USA, and I'm happy with it. And it's kind of basically socialized medicine that I'm enjoying here in the United States. Um, But I think only low-income people have that or disabled people or certain seniors. Um, So they mix their capitalism with uh, a lot of European countries and Canada and Australia. They mix capitalism because there's for-profit businesses and entrepreneurs in Canada and Australia and Norway and France and England and Germany and Italy and all these places. Um, They have... um, entrepreneurs that make money and you can have a capitalist for-profit business, you can get a business license, you could be a for-profit entrepreneur. Um, but you also have really good mass transit in trains uh, and buses, coaches, they call them in England. And you also have healthcare without, without worrying about huge medical bills. I know somebody in England who has skin cancer on her face and every few months she has to get it removed and there's no bill. She doesn't have a bill. She gets to use the NHS, National Health Service, in England, which actually they're trying to change it into more capitalist for-profit. They're cutting the budget. They're kind of screwing it up in England there with the whole Brexit thing and different changes with conservative people going on in England. Um, That might change, and that's sad. My friend in England said they're worried about that. But so far, since the 1940s or 50s, they've enjoyed national health care in England. And my friend has had extensive dental work recently with no big bill. He gets time off of work for medical. You know, they have regulations in England that make it so that you can get time off of work. If you have medical uh, things that you need to have done, you don't lose your job. Uh, You get um, a lot more holiday and vacation. There's basically regulations in a lot of European countries and Australia and Canada that give you more time off, more holiday time, more vacation time, more maternity leave. There's basically, that's part of uh, social democracy, is having rights for citizens in vacation, holiday, maternity leave, uh, guaranteed pensions in old age, guaranteed to never have huge medical bills that will bankrupt you so that you have to do a fundraiser. So these are all social democracies. So I would like to come up with a list of things about capitalism, the pros and cons of the kind of capitalism we have here in the United States, and the pros and cons of democratic socialism. And again, I'm not talking about the extreme socialism they have in certain South American countries that are a bit oppressive, although there even are things about Cuba that I admire. There are no homeless people in Cuba. Yes, everybody's living in poverty. There's kind of a drawback to that. They can't just leave the country when they want to. But there are other things about Cuba that I like, like the organic farming, the equality that citizens have. Um, This whole cutthroat capitalism thing can be really oppressive, just like any extreme system. So I see it's kind of like a hybrid car. If you combine capitalism with democratic and I'm I'm enhan- I'm emphasizing the word democratic, um, democratic socialism is very different from non-democratic socialism. Dictatorship socialism is very different from democratic socialism. Democratic socialism takes into account what works for the average citizen. Cutthroat capitalism works best for the wealthy and the corporations. That's great. The wealthy and the corporations are happy with the kind of capitalism we have here in the United States. But the low income and poor people and middle class are, don't have as good of a time. And so it's like a hybrid car. It's like gas gas and electric in your car, a hybrid car. For me, the, the overall great system would be to have democratic socialism, which helps expand social services and mass transit and higher education and health care. Those are all public services built into society that we all share and cooperate in building. And in order to do this, the wealthy would have to give up some of their wealth and the corporations would have to pay their fair share of taxes. And the wages could be raised for many under democratic socialism style of capitalism a lot of workers could make more money and the CEOs would not be allowed to be so greedy and hoard the money. I consider it kind of a a form of embezzling when a CEO makes literally 400 to 1000 times more than than the median level worker. That's kind of hoarding. And in other countries, it's only 10 or 20 or 30 or 40 times more that the CEO and the CEOs are still wealthy in all these other countries where it's 10, 20, 30, 40 times more than the medium-level worker, that's still extremely wealthy, very comfortable and wealthy. You can get wealthy under more democratic socialist style of capitalism. You can still become wealthy and be an entrepreneur, but you're not as rewarded for being greedy. It's almost like in the United States you're punished if you're middle class or poor, and the wealthier you become, the more you're rewarded with not having to pay taxes blah, blah, blah. So it's just ridiculous. So I want to do like a whole podcast about this. And I need to just let people, you know, agree to disagree. If you disagree with me, that's fine. There's a lot of really smart people who disagree with me. And I don't understand. They don't understand that extreme capitalism is really oppressive, just like extreme socialism or communism can be oppressive. Capitalism in the United States is the kind that we have here with no regulations and no ethics, is making it so that poverty and homelessness and crime are expanding. That is not a good thing. That's the dark side of cutthroat capitalism. So when everything is based on competition, it's a very stressful way to live. So whenever I go to Europe, I can feel the difference. There's more of a relaxed... Less competitive feeling. Everybody has health care. There's better mass transit and more access to public education in terms of college and university. And there's more fair vacation time. There's regulations in place that help you be guaranteed to get maternity leave and vacation time. So the ethics of democratic socialism mixed in with capitalism, not one extreme or the other, a hybrid of the two, so thank you for listening. My radio show, it's an hour every week. It's called Goddess Kring Radio on Hollow Earth Radio. It's every Thursday, 3 to 4 p.m. Seattle time. Go to shannonkringen.com and click on the word podcast and you'll find more information. And then I do these random recordings on Anchor. So my website is shannonkringen.com and I'm, if you just Google Goddess Kring or Shannon Kringen, you can find artwork and music and all kinds of things that I've written Uh, different blogs over the year over the last 20 years online so thanks for listening see you later I'm going to go model for a sculpture class today and hope I can get rid of this allergy Um, yeah okay thanks for listening have a good day everyone do more of what you love and less of what you don't love I think this whole impeachment thing is sort of like the tip of the iceberg and I think that Donald Trump was quoted as saying it's kind of like putting on a suit. You know, it's normal to him. It's true that legal battles are normal for him. I'm not a fan. I'm more of a fan of Alexandria uh, Cortez and Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and Marion Williamson. I'm fans of those people. Those people match my ethics. But I'll just say this whole Trump impeachment thing is like drama, drama, drama. This could go on for years. I hope not. I hope that he gets impeached. Um, but he might not, he might get four more years in office, which proves that our system is really um, bought by the mafia, I think, maybe. I don't know. But (laughs) this whole thing is ridiculous. But I think that's just the tip of the iceberg. I think that the United States has a lot more problems than just Donald Trump. Uh, That's just sort of the tip of the iceberg. And the fact that he's been allowed to be so inappropriate and unprofessional for the, like the last three years or whatever. And, and this is just, you know, business as usual for him. Being the president is really, to him, being president of the United States, is not a whole lot different from being a uh, tycoon, from being a businessman in New York City and having um real estate deals and the art of the deal and all that kind of stuff. It's kind of like a John Wayne kind of an attitude, every man for himself, kind of the American Wild West freedom to do whatever you want, even if it hurts other people, blah, blah, blah. It's ridiculous. So there it is. Okay, ha 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 ha. I'd say don't get too sucked into the news and be the change you want to see and do whatever you can to make the world a better place. And don't have to march to the meat grinder. Don't have to follow the herd. You can think for yourself and question everything. Bye for now.